Jed Hoyer spoke on Tuesday, and I found a new television show. We talk about it all coming up next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, oh. part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube as we make the push to 7,000 subs now. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you. You, you, you. On all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Cubs president Jed Hoyer carried his end-of-season press conference on Tuesday and opened it unprompted. By saying the season was not a success. And the way the season tossed and turned and went up and down will motivate him all off season. Sam, I have at least one quote here initially. I know you even have more so. I'm gonna let's let's have this as the, the jumping off point. We'll go from there. Quote: the shell of a really good team is there. Obviously, we have to make additions and find ways to improve but I feel really good given where we are where we were a year ago the number of pieces we have that are contributing players on a really good team is there we just need to supplement that close quote a lot from Jed Hoyer we're going to break it all down on this episode yeah I thought I thought it was a a, a very solid press conference um given the circumstances I think obviously my expectations have been lowered based on what I've been watching uh, on the football side of things in this town. But but I, I appreciated that he said the season was not a success. Um, I appreciated a lot of the quotes that, that, that he had. Obviously, you know, the only, I would say, negative was just his, his very obvious support towards the skipper, David Ross. But there was a lot of good things there, Matt. And, and, and my big takeaway is this quote right here. And that is this. Oh, hang on. Hang on one second. It's got a load or something. Yeah, no, no. I, I lost the quote. It's right here. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's the off season. No, but uh, but, but before no, you, you don't have the, you don't have to filibuster. Well, no, oh, but okay, before you okay. give the quote, I appreciate his accessibility. Yeah. He's on TV, he's on radio, now an end of season presser. Not all teams do that. No, no. And and you know, Jed Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein always gave pretty good press conference. Here was the here here was the quote that stood out to me because and I prefaced this quote by saying this is what I've always felt Jed Hoyer's plan was when when it it became his job. Okay, so I'm going to read the quote now. Quote, I love playing series against teams like the Braves because you see the standard you need to set. Can we create that in one offseason? No. But the key is to build a team that gives you a chance to make the postseason, which is part of the reason it'll hurt to watch the playoffs today. And then there are more stops, more steps from there 
it takes time. Why is that such a? That's yeah, good. Why is that such a, a really big quote? Because I believe that Jed Hoyer's plan is not to win one World Series or to win or, or to be good for a couple years. I think it's an organizational plan, Matt. I think Jed Hoyer wants to turn the Cubs into the Rays or the Dodgers or the Braves or any of the other really top flight organizations that there are. The teams that are good every single year. The Dodgers this year cut their payroll in half, basically. I mean, they weren't even a top 10 payroll team. You know, people were saying the Dodgers were punting the season. Well, they won their division rather easily because they're the Dodgers. And and I think Jed Hoyer wants to become that. And so, yes, I, I think while this season was a failure ultimately because they didn't make the playoffs and Jed Hoyer even admitted so that that was the goal and internally they thought they were good enough, I don't think it's a one-year thing with Jed Hoyer. I think he wants the Cubs to turn into one of those handful of teams that you say, well, you know, this year looks like it could be a down year for the Cubs, but it's the Cubs, so they'll probably win 90 games. I think he wants that, and that is going to take a lot of time, and hopefully the Cubs progress towards that. But to me, that was the most interesting part of the of the press conference to me. Everything else felt pretty pretty standard and, and well put. Yeah, anytime that you can cite teams that have done it well and have done it well recently, and there's clear reasons why, that's that's only a good only a good thing, right? Um, and there's there's such clear examples. Obviously, the Cubs even having success against the three teams you just mentioned in the regular season, yeah, you know that that could only serve as a motivator or a or a what if, which I think are fine after the season ends. Um, and, and I really think there's a lot of truth to both quotes that, that each of us have read already, because the truth is the shell of a really good team is there. Right. Uh, one thing that did surprise me was, and, and I, I, I don't, uh, think that he was being disingenuous. He said that the Cubs internal systems had them as a playoff team. Right, right, where we were making fun of FanDuel, we were making fun of the power rankings and and fan graphs. The Cubs thought they had a playoff team on March 30, and that only improved as the season went along, especially beginning July 18. And I thought that was very unique. Yeah. Um, you know, that was their expectation the whole the whole time. And I, I love the quote that that you bring up. Um, I, I I thought the one uh, somewhat amusing part was when he said it was hard to define what went wrong the last 22 games and then promptly cited five things like quickly and clearly. <laughs> uh, fatigue, bullpen, clutchness, defense, and regression. Uh, I've heard those somewhere before. Right. Um, oh, you know, he, so, so Jed, it was – Jed it watches was, the show. It was good to hear from him. Right. Yeah, you think no. he watches? Uh, he has to because he all year he just kind of regurgitates what we say on this very program. <laughs> but the the one question I wish I could ask Jed, and you know I oh, won't go. And, go. I, I, <laughs> I won't. What go would and, that be? <laughs> oh man, I just want to make a public announcement. The show New Girl I've tried and and, and I've really enjoyed, and I'd like to thank uh, uh, you know my, my friend for that suggestion because. You know, it's been great, and I will not be watching 
much of the playoffs for that. I'm uh, really enjoying it. Seasons, uh, season one, episode six. <laughs> the thing, the thing that I would like to, um, the thing I would like to ask Jed is how are they going to fix? Is is, is there a plan in place? to fix the clutchness, to fix the sequencing, to fix the margins, to fix the timing of things. Because this has been something that we've been saying for a while. And last year, if you remember, Matthew, Jed Hoyer came out and said that we need to blow out more teams. And in this very press conference, the same one he had last year, when he said that, he said, we blew out a lot of teams. So the blowouts had absolutely nothing to do with anything. There's still a lack of clutchness and right. lack of delivery in big moments for this franchise. And I want to know, you know, the 90,000 analytical nerds that are, that are working there in the, uh, you know, in the front office, is there any plan <laughs> for that sort of thing to be fixed? Especially considering that there's a team playing as a recording that scored literally 153 less runs. Right. Like what's up with that? Yeah, no. You know that that, but that's that that goes down to the sport. You know that that in baseball, and and this could be a, a question for a a cold wintry January recording or something. Oh, uh, don't start. But but every win is worth the same, right? So yeah, I appreciate that you blew out teams, and it, it could be an indicator of a good ball club. I hate blowouts. But the fact is, is that did you win enough, period? Right. Not did you win by X, right? Or or what do you what do you think about that? So you oh, you hate blowouts. Well, I just I'm so used to this season where we win 14 to 2 and then lose the next two games and we have a plus 10 run differential, but are one and two. Right. right I just right. want to win exactly. games. Exactly. I just want to bank wins. And you know, he said it was a positive season from an organizational standpoint, which we talked about on Tuesday's show. Uh, then two players that he he mentioned that he would love to bring back. Um, that goes without saying, but just good to hear. Cody Bellinger and then Kyle Hendricks, who the team does yeah. have a club option on. I thought the latter, I thought but he was. They might more, want him for 2025 as well. I thought there was more conviction on the latter. With Hendricks yes, and Bellinger, was. I thought there Bellinger was. was kind. I thought Bellinger was just status quo. If I'm being honest with you, I I, I thought you know what is he going to say? We don't want him back. Um, I thought right. Kyle. That was pretty big news, and I was reading up a little bit on that today. You know, he's got a club option at 16 million, which is far too high. But they may pull that into a two-year deal. Let's say worth 20 Correct. million. Yep. You know what I mean? So then you make it more um, sustainable financially. And I would love to have Kyle Hendricks back. And you know, excuse me, a bit. A bit under the weather. Um, I, I I would be I would be just fine keeping Kyle Hendricks back, and if Marcus Stroman opts in, you know, finding a trade destination for him. So. Well, we're gonna have plenty of time yeah. to talk trades. Yeah, certainly. no, I would. There's I would actually be... one player we're gonna mention later in the show as a teaser for Thursday. It's gonna be like a double tease. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I'd be fine with with seeing Marcus Stroman wearing a different uniform next season. Okay. So yeah, over what was the over under was 12 minutes into this show <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that. A lot on David Ross, which I think we're going to do for next week uh, at this point, because we're going to talk about a certain player for Thursday, and then you'll be solo for Friday. Well, let's and schedule then, that for uh, like Thanksgiving. Or and something. then we might take Monday's <laughs> show off, you know, with Columbus day 
and well, then it's, uh it's not called columbus day anymore is it and then um indigenous peoples day and then yeah. uh you know so that i think maybe next week tuesday we'll do the david ross episode well, i won't be around for that and so uh but you'll be around and yeah, uh, you can do that one on your own <laughs> so uh i've been doing i've been doing the david ross episode for three years what more what more can i add when no one knew who we were I've been doing the David Ross episode since since June of 21. Well, we have a lot of new listeners and, so and you know, that's, they that's, that's, that's two years, you know, so and people come and go and there's a lot to discuss since we last discussed so them, which awkward. was yesterday. I'm, I feel so awkward right now. Like, 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 I feel like this, like, why aren't we playing a baseball game right now? Well, we've gone over that already. No, I know <laughs> that that we actually have talked about. Should we should we do a quick score update or? You could, yeah. It's 4-3 Arizona. Be kind of a funny bit. It's 4-3 Arizona up north, top seven, and 3 nothing Philly um, in the city of brotherly love over Miami. I haven't watched any playoff baseball yet, and I think I'm, I'll start on Wednesday. I don't think I'm going to start. If I, if I got to be real. Do you, do you uh, think it's I funny, like, when I do nicknames of the cities, or should I just kind of scratch Yeah, I think – well, I mean, I enjoy it. But... Okay. All right. Yeah. So Just hydrating, you know. Yeah, me too. Me too. Water is a, a good a good selection. So, yeah, mine's a sports drink. Coming up next, we're gonna get into some television ratings. And I don't know if you saw this. I did see it. Oh, fan! Nothing gets by you. Anymore. <laughs> You're locked in on this team. I saw the Sox ratings as well. Yeah, so we're gonna go over some TV ratings. <laughs> Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by. FanDuel. (laughs) Snap into action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, under, and more and it is at this point in the ad read where I do usually discuss the Chicago Bears and all I'll say right now is they do play the Washington Commanders on Thursday night football and Peter King was on 670 the score on Tuesday and said if the Bears have another embarrassing loss uh, in this case in front of a whole national audience there is a chance that Matt Eberflus is released on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, so get your get your bets in uh, on that now. <laughs> okay, FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. The regular season is over, but you can catch the entire postseason on SiriusXM on the SXM app. You can listen to the radio call of your choosing from any of the playoff teams, or keep up with all the postseason discussion you can ever want with MLB Network Radio on Channel Eighty Nine. Game ratings on Marquee Sports Network up thirty four percent in twenty twenty two. That's the fifth highest increase in MLB. And Sam, I think we're seeing a trend here. First, it was attendance. Now it's ratings. Winning matters. Yeah, I wish that I could just grab a a, a bag of popcorn and just watch you do the FanDuel ad for a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that's kind of what maybe do some locked on bears. I just, I don't know how to go about that. Would you though? Every now and then. Sure. Okay. God bless you. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, people got me. So. <laughs> I've been sneezing all day. Um, people, <laughs> people like winning. People like being a part of something. I hope so. And it's nice to see that the ratings reflected that. And now there's more of a reason or more of a justification for the for the chairman and ceo the chairman of the board to go out and and get his check how you say chairman of the board it's two episodes in a row yeah yeah it's just kind of like one of my samisms um you know write some checks write some checks make some some trades make some extensions and and you know let's Let's creep into the top five, six in payroll this season and and put together a real good ball club and, and win 95 to 97 games in 2024. Wow. So, so then we don't, you know, and make a roster that's so talented. It, you know, it doesn't matter that, you know, David Ross is managing it because it's just got a lot of talent on it. You know, I don't, you know, seeing those those ratings increases. And and the attendance is was at the highest it had been in in a few years. None of that matters to me at all unless it's reinvested in the ball club and in the product. If it's True. reinvested across the street where they're where they're opening a crumble cookie or 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 you know one of the Taco Bells or one of the bars th- that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make my team better. So right, right. well. I, I- it's, I'm under the impression that all the enhanced enhancements and improvements around the stadium, some of that is going into the team. Well, as it should. As it should, right. It's like a Ricketsville down there. No, it's, you know, um, I, I am interested in that. I went to the Starbucks. Kira and I went to the Starbucks before the 5K on Saturday. Yeah, no, and Ricketts probably, you know, charged you like twenty eight bucks for like a, you know, like like a venti or whatever. It was like twelve bucks. I don't even drink coffee, so I don't really know the vernacular. Um, But uh, (laughs) it's a weird word. Another episode off the road. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long off season. It's gonna Um, be a long winter. I I I well, it's about mild winter though. I think it hit ninety today. Well, it's about eighty-seven right now. And and right now, no, I was sweating while I was coaching. Nine central. No, it's something's not right with the climate. But that's a different show. (laughs) No, we're getting really off track. Um, something something ain't right. It's not supposed to be this hot. Um, yeah, it's gonna be like sixty-five in January. Um, Rangers, Pirates, Orioles, Reds, Cubs are the top five increases. Bottom five in this order from from twenty-six to thirty: Yankees, Mets, Cardinals, Royals, and White Sox. <laughs> Wait, say the bottom five again. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Yankees. Kidding. Yeah, they, well, Mets, they had a very. Yeah, two teams that had a bad, disappointing season. Cardinals. Three teams that had a bad, disappointing Royals season. Royals and White Sox. Yeah, well, those are five teams that were irrelevant. And, and the first three were teams that were really good last year that weren't. So that decrease makes sense. And they were supposed to be good. People tune in to watch a winner. Right. It's not a hard formula to figure out. No, and that's why I get irritated on Monday mornings when I listen to the score or 1,000. And it's, you know, six hours of people upset about the Bears. You know, it's crazy. It's just you got to get sometimes in life to get what you want. You got to be a little apathetic. 
Well, I again, I don't do... go to the games. No, don't buy merchandise. Nice. Right. You know, tell that to Nick. Don't buy bobbleheads. No, it's this is. Nobody wants to watch a team that, that that stinks like that. I got better things to do. I'm I'm watching New Girl. Yeah, it really is amazing all the discussion hours upon hours. Again, I could do one locked on Bears a week, but but a four hour show on the Bears, I don't I don't know. I don't really care where, where Chase Claypool is. He could he could be right next door to me as my neighbor. I'm not gonna say a word to him. He's not very he's not a very good foot he's not a very good football player. So what do I care where he is? Okay, great great stuff about the ratings. Anyway. Uh, All right, coming up next, we're going to continue. And I don't know, by the way, this tease that you're about to do, I have no idea what we're talking about. We do that coming up next. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bird Dogs. They Bird make dog. you look good. We're in the midst of fall, though it feels like summer, and you can enjoy this time of year with Bird Dog shorts and pants. Bird Dog stretch khaki Shorts and pants are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts and pants that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you can get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also have anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you uh, cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com, locked on MLB, or enter promo code locked on MLB. And right now, when you order, they will add a free water bottle with your purchase. Birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. We recorded for Tuesday, got off the air about 8 p.m. Central Monday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now I remember. I broke yet another story. I aggregated another story just by simply listening to AM radio. Yeah. Then I tweeted it. Then it went viral. Then it picked up more steam on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see what the, what the stats are on that. Tweet. For Thursday's episode, we're talking all about Pete Alonzo. Yeah, 1,200 likes. Pete Alonzo. This is a prime trade target for the Cubs, a team that desperately needs a star player. Pete Alonso does that. Of course, it would be amazing to pair him with Bellinger. Look We're going to get into that as well. So it's all going to be Pete Alonso for Thursday. We're going to learn this guy inside and out. Pete Alonso also slept on an air mattress in one of my best friend's kitchens in double A. Uh, I've heard only good things about him for years. Of course, selfishly, we would love if the Cubs traded for him. Perhaps we could have Pete on the program. Maybe I'll ask Kaz if, if the trade is made by the wedding day. If Pete wants to come to the wedding, <laughs> he could be Kaz's plus one. Okay, So there's a lot of incentive for this trade to happen, including baseball reasons. I can get the sense that you agree. Man, I, I sometimes, sometimes silent. There, there's nothing to add there. That was beautifully done. That was beautifully done. The only thing I'll add is, I, I, but I'm we have so, a disease. We're, we're right off the air on a Monday after the season, no, <laughs> and we were excited about Pete Alonzo. Well, you even said, and you know, not to quote, but I'm gonna, you know, you were pacing a little bit. I was. No, the Cubs are 
like a real problem for me. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think it's a coincidence that I am getting sick right as the season oh, is yeah, over. Oh, yeah, probably not. Because, you know, my resistance is down. It's finally time for my body to come down from this yeah. whole thing. It, let's just say that if we were playing postseason baseball as we speak, I would not have a cold right now. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It, I believe you. It, it's it's the, the Cubs are like a – I don't even know. I don't. I can't believe – that it's Tuesday. A week ago, as we speak, Seiya Suzuki was dropping a fly ball right field. Yeah. And, and, and a week later, we're already on to Pete Alonzo. I, mean, I know. It's just... Sports are an amazing thing. <laughs> no, and, and not in a good way sometimes. Right, right, right. I just want to take a vacation somewhere wow. far, far, far away where they don't even know what baseball is. <laughs> That's funny. And then I want to come back. and I like I believe that. I want to come back in like mid-March. Oh, when, just skip the whole winter? Yeah, and then when spring training is underway. Okay, well, that's in late February, but you're close. You know what I – well, hey, and maybe this spring training we won't have these mysterious – remember Keegan Thompson, why, why isn't he pitched? And then he turned out to stink. And then Brandon Hughes, he has something going on with his shin, and then he turned out to stink. Maybe guys will come into spring training ready to go this season. <laughs> I'm going to be taking that very seriously. Well, and I, I, we do have to. We, we started the show with Jed. Let's end it with him just briefly. You know, some of his signings last winter were not good signings. Well, Trey Mancini, Tucker, Tucker Barnhart, Brad Boxberger, Tyone, Eric Hosmer, Hosmer. How about uh, Tyone? <laughs> How about Terenz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he wasn't a high profile. He wasn't high profile, but 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 but, but Master but, Bodhi. But, but well, no, 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 easy. Uh, he had a he had a good finish to the year. Uh, Fulmer. Well, no, but 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 Terenz made the team over Talkman. Yeah, that was a waste. And then and that then was a waste, and, man. and then Mancini Mancini was playing right field. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then some games in April, they put wisdom in right. Some games in CD and Hosmer were in the same lineup. No, and one was in right field. I mean, what what were we doing in April? The games count. <laughs> Every game counts the same. Oh gosh. And yeah, those that. were laughers. Well, remember that one? Remember that one start when 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 you came over and they and they started Killian. Oh, geez. No, AJ, actually, that was a dark day. AJ Pruszynski was in the booth, and he said that it's starting to get dangerous for the Marlins hitters because he doesn't know where the ball's going. He almost hurt, hurt people. It was almost <laughs> a danger to people's health. No, it was. Well, we wasted a lot of games, dude. So let's just, Well, we're uh, going to get going then. No, no, please, before I really get on my soapbox. Better times ahead. <laughs> please tune into our Pete Alonzo episode for Thursday. Thank That's you right. so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Apple, Spotify, and streaming on SiriusXM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs.